Hello, my dears. We have successfully made it to the end of 2020. I wanted to leave you on a fun note for our last episode of the year, so I decided to get my three moms together for a little random mothering trivia. This episode is pure entertainment, plus some fun and very odd facts about the history of pregnancy and parenting, so I hope you get a chance to enjoy a cocktail with us. And we'll see you back in 2021 when we get back to the meat of modern information with The Limitless Pregnancy. Happy New Year! Are you guys ready to go? Go! I think so. All right. Um, before, actually, before we do intros, I am curious to know what everyone's drinking. Mom, I heard you couldn't get to the liquor store, so I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I cracked open a bottle. I'm doing day drinking, which I never do. I cracked open a bottle of Pinot Gris. Oh, good. Oh, oh nice. that's okay. That's good. Not totally without, but I really wanted the Bloody Mary that Deb's got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yummy. It's <laughs> yeah. really yummy. Right? Yeah. It's got Dimitri's in it and horseradish. Oh, yeah. Yum. I love the horseradish. How about mm-hmm. you, Gina? Are you just sipping water, coffee? I am just doing, it's called Tezo Passion. Oh, uh, yum. I love tea. that. That's actually right. tea. Oh. I, I actually have to go out for a little bit afterwards, so I didn't want to have my wine beforehand. Otherwise, I would be having some <laughs> uh, wine at this point, some red wine. Actually, I opened a bottle last night of Malbec. So oh, very nice. if I were drinking, that's what it would be, but I'm having Tezo Passion iced tea. <laughs> All right. Yummy. So that's we've got good. a good collection. And I'm having a smoothie that Nick just brought to me. Just deliver nice. the closet door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the closet door. Yeah. Oh, that's I funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, we record in the closet. The closet is where our um our sound booth setup is. So I and it's funny because they're folding doors too. So I have to like get myself situated in here and then try to figure out how to close the folding doors from inside. It's always a little bit of a hot mess. Uh, and not at all claustrophobic. Oh. Um, it's actually not. It's a full-size closet. So, and there aren't oh. clothes in here. There's just like soundproofing on the walls and I have a oh, well, computer monitor nice, in front of me. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it's bigger than a New York bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things bigger than a New York bathroom. Yeah, that's not very hard. <laughs> <Every day. laughs> I just wish we had your video on so we could see you in this yeah. little thing. I'll give you I'll give you a tour once we're done. I'll give you a tour awesome. of the, the closet cool. sound booth. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay. Cool. Um, okay, so ladies, let's do some intros, some just some easy getting to know you questions. So first of all, I guess I should tell our listeners who we have here. We have my mother, Carolyn, we have my stepmother, Deborah, and we have my mother-in-law, Gina. And they Hello. are going to be joining us today for some fun, a little bit, slightly outrageous trivia. Um, so tell us <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us one at a time where you were born, your favorite fictional mother, and the celebrity crush that you had the year that you met me. Oh. Let's start with hmm. let's start with um that's Carolyn. gonna be harder. <laughs> Shoot, now I can't research either. Okay. Um I was born in Twin Falls, Idaho. Um my favorite fictional mother and I had to think about this for a while I come from a long line of of people peasants who worked the soil and were homesteaders and whatnot um and one of my early very first favorite authors was Laura Ingalls Wilder which please do not go to the tv show 
Don't do it. <laughs> um, she wrote On the Banks of Plum Creek, Little House in the Big Woods, The Long Winter by the Shore of Silver Lake. And I, my, my favorite fictional mother is her, is Ma. Okay. Um, Ma Ingalls was tender and brave and patient and compassionate. Um, she was a wonderful cook and reading those books introduced me to popovers, which sound so delicious. And I've still never had one. Um, really? She made her own cheese. And I believe cheese is a food group. So I adored her. <laughs> um, and so it's got to be Ma Ingalls. I just really, you know, she followed Pa through all of those various moves and the rustic, rugged places that they lived. And she was so faithful and so loyal. So it's Ma Ingalls. All right. Um, awesome. My celebrity crush from the year that I met you I met you in 1985 <laughs> <Billy Rose> <laughs> I know so I just assumed by default because it was the 80s that it was Tom Selleck but it might not be so <laughs> it's not oh that is so cool it is Harrison Ford oh sure it is Harrison oh, yeah. Ford you know he had just the year before you were born done the second in his trilogy of Indiana Jones films uh the temple of doom was in 1984 raiders of the lost ark was earlier in the 80s but he was like my handsome ruggedy scruffy resourceful heroic also scared of snakes um six foot one perfect height beautiful scar <laughs> on his chin bubbling hero favorite favorite guy back then um and he him. knew how to wear a hat. Oh, my Lord, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he knew how to wear a hat. Yeah. So it was definitely, definitely Harrison Ford. All right. I can get behind that. Right. What about you, Deb? Where were you born? Favorite fictional mother? Celebrity crush the year you met me? Oh, yeah. That year I met you. That's a little tricky one because I was or, looking earlier. But that's okay. Do you, um, would you rather, born... do you need a minute? Would you rather go to Gina and then you? No, because I don't, I'm, my researching has to be done on the phone I'm on, so it's okay. Oh, That's all right. I can think, I can figure it out. Um, so I would, well, I was born in St. Paul, Minnesota. Actually, I was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, but I was raised in St. Paul, Minnesota. And my favorite, I think, was Donna Reed. Mm. Oh, right. Nice. Mm -hmm. She had a wonderful elegance about her and um, never seemed to lose her temper. And she entertained well and always looked lovely. She had a grace about her. So I would say that I was I was sort of thinking of Dune Cleaver, but mm -hmm. she's not my she's really not my. And I was also thinking of the little house on the prairie, but that's a little different ma than the ma she's talking about so then the like mom's talking about the, the books right, mm -hmm. right. but she was precious caroline was yeah she was precious yes she was yeah. mm -hmm. but not something i would drive to be see there's a little right. difference there yeah so um and then i don't know you know i was gonna say tom Selleck, but you know, <laughs> i guess he was still alive and well when uh in 1997 when i met you kimberly but you know, there's a lot of other really cute actors that I kind of crushed on, like Matt Damon and um, 
who was married to Jennifer Aniston. Um, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Oh my God, he was so yeah. cute in those days. Yeah, so cute in those <laughs> sure. days. And I, and 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 wasn't that those were the years that he was doing? Uh, he did that cowboy movie. What was that one? The um, mm, not a river runs through it. No, no. Oh, no, that was way later. Right. No. Right. No, I'm. 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 It's. I know what one you're talking it. about. Yeah. Uh, we're not the great. I'm not the greatest trivia person. So. Um, anyway, yeah, there's a few crushes. And then there's always the Paul Newmans of the world that never got <laughs> awful, right? Yeah. He was just, yeah, cute, nice guy, talented yeah. and compassionate. And, you know, we still see his face on food labels, don't we? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> still has a cause, still, he's mm -hmm. still working it. His kids are still working it. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, so that's about it, I guess. All right, Gina. Okay, I was born in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, but ended up back in the coal region. My parents were originally from here, so that's where we moved, and that's where I am at this point. Um, my fictional mother, it is so funny because we all mentioned uh, Little House on the Prairie, but I'm going with the show itself, but that was, I, I again, I, I liked her, but... I think mine is Liv uh, from the Waltons. Um, oh, she was oh, lovely. Oh, I thought yes. that she held yeah. such a large family together and was the uh, strong point along with her husband. Um, she was always so soft-spoken, and I feel like I talk like a truck driver, so I always wanted to be <laughs> right soft-spoken. <laughs> like my voice you is don't. just... I, I know, but I just feel like I'm so harsh sometimes, and I would like that little soft look or sound, and I can't. But um, but I think what I like the most is how the children always came to her, and at night, her and her husband would just lie together and talk, and I love that conversation, that one-on-one -on -one getting close with each other. Um, I think that's special in a relationship, and they always seem to have it. Beautiful. So that, that, that. Um, my crushes are, I am very, very loyal to my crushes and they don't really change that much. Uh, Kimberly, I only met you, I believe in 2000 and what was it? 14? 15, I think. 15, 15. So, you know, I'm a little older. I'm always going to stay with my first and biggest crush is Elvis. Oh. He's never going to leave me no matter what. And I wow. honestly think that if uh, oh, that's Elvis. That's so interesting, Gina. Right? Really? Hunter, Hunter, yeah. love. You know, no, my oh, yeah. thought has always been Elvis this. Too, but... I always felt that if he could have met me, I could have saved him. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I always it's a fun, I always say that to everybody. If he would just have met me, I think he could still be around. <laughs> oh. But uh, but that being said, other than him, you know, I went through the normal things, but Dennis Quaid was always one of mine. He was in um I, I really enjoyed him in the newest updated parent trap. Um mm -hmm. he was in with Julia, Julia Roberts in something to talk about, and he was just that dynamic lover boy that would come and save me at the end of the day and I am a total total romantic and if somebody's going to come and save me go you got me <laughs> so, 
God. So tall and gorgeous. Isn't he? Oh my gosh. So it's him. I would say Dennis Quaid. Yeah, he's so you're a good saying guy if you too. had to be in a Hallmark movie where you were married at the end to the man who showed you that the world can be more than your your um fast-paced corporate city life that would be Dennis Quaid it would be it would be yep it would I think he could do that (laughs) I would let him sure (laughs) in a pin That's, was that's he was he married to Meg Ryan? Was he the one? He was. Yes. yes. Yeah. I'm very sad that that didn't work out because I really love happy endings, but yeah, <laughs> it's very few in that industry. There was it's something true. about her getting tired of him watching football. I remember hearing her say that on a talk show, and I thought, "Woman, oh, I have that now, and he's not Dennis Quaid." <laughs> <laughs> No, but he's really cute. He is cute. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. Awesome. Funny. All right, ladies. Well, I feel like we have, we know you a little better now. That's actually fun. I learned some things about each of you that I didn't know before. So (laughs) good. (laughs) Um, Funny. Okay. So are you ready? You ready to jump into the trivia? Let's try. It's my worst. I believe in my worst you. mind. You can yeah, do it. Listen, I set it up. I'm setting you all up for success. It's not as terrible as you Oh, that's be. wonderful to okay, hear. Okay. Somebody raised you right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> good, good, good. Okay, so here's the scoop. There are seven rounds. Each round, okay. everyone will get a chance to make their own guess. There are no time constraints except for the lightning round. In the lightning round, there are three questions. <laughs> Each question in the lightning round will have a five-second allowance to answer, which means it's a free-for-all. Five seconds in total. So oh, boy. the lightning oh. round will be whatever you think it is, just scream it out. <laughs> okay. And then we'll get and then we'll get back to sanity. Here are the seven rounds. Round number one, pregnancy testing. Round number two, pregnancy cravings. Number three, gendering. Number four is the lightning round. It's Guinness Book of World Records. Number five is baby formula. Six is baby wearing. And number seven is cribs. Oh, wow. Boy. Yeah. Okay. Boy. So let's do it. Let's just jump right in. Number one is pregnancy testing. Sampling urine to determine pregnancy dates at least as far back as ancient Egypt, which I did not know until I looked this up. Based on writings that have been discovered, Egyptians believed that if a woman urinated on wheat and barley seeds, her pregnancy could be determined by the growth that occurs. If the barley seeds sprouted and grew, it meant she was pregnant with a male, while wheat sproutings meant a baby girl was on the way. If nothing grew, she was not pregnant. In 1927, something called the AZ test became the first test to determine a woman's pregnancy. The test worked by injecting a woman's urine into an immature rat or mouse. If the rodent had a resulting estrus reaction, in other words, it went into heat, this implied the presence of the human growth hormone in urine and therefore implied pregnancy. So this was in 1927. By the 1930s, in addition to rodents, they added three additional creatures to become test subjects. What were they? God. Dogs. Rabbits. <laughs> rabbits. I'd go with rabbits. Monkeys. <laughs> Rats. Yeah. Chimpanzees, I guess. Uh, yeah, rabbits. You've got one right so far. Which one? Mm. Rabbits. Oh. 
Uh, that <laughs> but there's three. Yeah. And uh, the other two are, are not things that I would have assumed either. So unfortunately, <laughs> give pig, eat pig, pig, How about pig? sheep, pig. Nope. Think smaller. The rabbit is Chicken, the largest rat. specimen that they used. Gerbil. Hamster. <laughs> Squirrels. Gerbil. Less furry. Uh, mice. Birds. Even uh, less, less furry. A frog. Yep. No oh way. no. Way. Yep. Interesting. So rabbits, okay. frogs, and this is hard. I know. It's hard. And another Bum tiny one. Bum lizards. But also same family as frogs. Oh, snakes. Slightly larger than frogs. Same family. Like actually same Toads. family. Yep. Toads. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh, Deb, yay, standing ovation. Oh, awesome. Wow. Can you imagine, can you no, imagine being pregnant in the 30s and being like, let's find out the gender of the baby. We're just going to inject some of my urine into this toad and see what happens. Wow, <laughs> and, how, and were they very accurate? Apparently they were, but they didn't last for long because of, you know, animal right. Animal well, rights. Oh, yeah. True. True. <laughs> like seriously, you said this poor thing. Fun. You said it this is. Fun. Come on. <laughs> like disgusting. <laughs> so next. I love. I'm gonna give you all a point for that because um, oh. that was a group effort. It really wow. was. So, <laughs> so oh, on to God. number two: pregnancy cravings. Pregnancy cravings can be caused by a number of things, including hormones, a heightened sense of smell and taste, and nutritional deficiencies or increased nutritional needs. Cravings typically begin during the first trimester, peak in the second trimester, but can happen anytime during pregnancy and even during postpartum. According to this 2018 Doylestown Women's Health Study, the top 10 pregnancy cravings are a combination of irons, fats, digestive aids, and more. Can you name at least five? Ice cream. Pickle. Beef, bread, pizza, Danish, cheese, milk. Did you so say ice cheese? Cream, so ice cream, pickles, and red meat. Nailed it. Oh, yep. And cheese. Yep. Hmm. One more. Oh, eggs. Not ice cream. No, yeah. oh, we did say ice cream. I, yes, ice cream, okay. ice cream, red meat, cheese, pickles. Uh, One more. And not bakery, not, mm -mm. not sugar. Not chocolate. Chocolate. It was. Ah, Gina. Yes. Gina. You guys got that pretty quick. Do you want to keep trying to guess at the other five? Sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> you okay. go, Gina. You go, Gina. Go, 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 go. I, 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 I need the team oh. effort. I can't go all five. I'm just trying to think. Probably I alcohol. <laughs> no. I don't think you crave alcohol as much as you miss alcohol. Right. Ah, that was the first thing that made me sick was like was 24 it? hours later after getting pregnant, I could not stand alcohol. I oh, think contraindicated to accept that. <laughs> so How about chips? Potato yeah, chips. Salty greasy. Yeah. Yes. No. Uh -huh. See, right this is there. all. That's my I crave these alcohol. every day. These chocolate <laughs> chips. They're yeah. still there. Me too. <laughs> I don't know what life would be like without potato chips, but I don't want to know. Me neither. I wish, but. but hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, we keep them around too. So are we still guessing? Sure, if you want. 
How girls? about this? I'll give you the last four and then we'll do bonus points. Okay. So the, the last four are ice, oh. lemons, oh. Oh. spicy food, and peanut oh. butter. Oh. Oh, I would have never gotten any of those. <laughs> Me either. Toast. Toast. I get butter. the spicy food one. It's, I think spicy food and lemons, well, lemons are for balancing your pH too, but because yes. they're both digestives and you're when your estrogen and your uh, progesterone gets super out of balance, then that affects your digestion and therefore affects ah, your sure. um, ability to create waste or to rid your body of waste. And so your body craves that things that sense. will assist with that. Hmm. Okay. Makes bonus sense. points. What is the weirdest craving, pregnancy craving that you personally have heard of? Mm-hmm. Well, it's heard always weird to me, the pickles and ice cream thing. <sighs> Yeah. It doesn't sound good. No. But... <laughs> no, it doesn't. I guess but you go the sweet and salty to me. Uh, yeah, that, that's that not weird. ice cream. But that's yeah, no, yeah, no. That's, oh, but that's I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that, yeah, that, yeah but it is weird. I, I, I can't picture that. I'm like, I could do chips and ice cream and have the salt. Fermenting right. ice cream. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> I'd put some potato <laughs> chips on a, on a scoop of ice cream. I do. Easily. Now that is, I do that. That's yeah. yeah. And chips go on just about everything, though, don't they? <laughs> and actually, <laughs> something almost pickles almost go on everything too, or with love, everything. Yeah, I do. I do love pickles. They can. They can. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So the strangest. Hmm. That's probably. I have to go with Deb. Though I, I think that is. I, I haven't heard curdling your ice others. cream. Uh, yeah. No. I think. Let's all go with Deb. Yay, Deb. Okay. Yes. Deb was, okay, Deb gets the bonus point. Okay, yes. yay. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, great. <laughs> so that would be easy. Moving right along to gendering. This one is interesting. Um, as mentioned in pregnancy testing, there have been methods or hypotheses about how to determine the gender of your baby for thousands of years. Outside of testing with your provider, there are many old wives' tales that claim to predict the sex of a baby. These include morning sickness, mother's intuition, fetal heart tones, belly shape and size, the Drano test, the baking soda <laughs> test, the Chinese gender chart, the ring test, and food cravings. That's just a handful of them. I will give you that list again because at least two of these old wives' tales are partially accurate. Which two? <gasps> so again, morning sickness, mother's intuition, fetal heart tones, belly shape and size, the Drano test, the baking soda test, the Chinese gender chart, the ring test, and food cravings. I'm going to say belly heart shape rate. and size. Yeah, I'll go with the heart rate. I'll go Drano. Drano worked for me. <laughs> did you that's do so it? Funny. Absolutely, I did it. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Right? No, the fetal heart rate I'll go with, but I don't know. What is the Drano one? I don't even know what that is. Yep. Put Drano in a cup and pee in it, sweetheart. Oh, and I've never heard turns, of it. Right? If it turns bluish, it's a boy. And oh, oh it's been 35 years. Help me now. If it turns another color, it's a girl. I think and with green. Both, I think it's like blue or green, green or green or yellow with or blue. Both or of my children, it was accurate. And I did oh. not any Funny. testing, any medical testing wow. to validate it. So it only became true at the moment of birth when we looked at the you know, the, the boy bits, baby, the in-between. Yeah. The bits. Yep. Mom, I never the knew baby that. Bits. So, <laughs> so the, 
No, I never knew that. So the Drano test actually worked for you. So I just want to say for those who are listening, please don't do it. It's a mixture of chemicals. It's not safe. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't know that then. Of course. Of course you didn't. I'm just saying... In case anyone is listening now and wants to try it, no, there is ammonia in your urine. <laughs> Please uh-huh. do not mix ammonia with chemicals. Makes sense. <laughs> I I've so really never have heard of that. That's very interesting, though. Really? Yeah. Well, you can also like pee into something neutral and then pour it in the Drano. Yes. No, don't yeah. do Drano. Don't. <laughs> no, don't mix the ammonia with the chemicals. It's a chemical chemistry is not something you should be doing in your in your bathroom at home <laughs> yeah well, especially not when you're pregnant right <laughs> i survived and so did my vagina so that's exactly right so, i'm very and so did your babies <laughs> so did yes your babies. they did so i'm happy for all of those things <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> me too and and Funny. so okay mom so you said the drano test gina you said um fetal, fetal heart, heart tones Yes. And Deb, you said belly shape and size. <laughs> so it's interesting because actually, if we were going on fetal heart tones alone, Dorothea would have been a boy. Oh. Um, but if we were going on belly shape, that would have accurately determined the gender of both of my babies just based on the stereotypical. Ooh, yeah. But totally. but truly, totally. belly shape has more to do with genetics than the sex of the baby. Oh, so. The two old wives' tales that are partially accurate are morning sickness and mm. mother's intuition. According to this oh, study, I'm a, I want to leave that giant caveat there because we'll get yeah, to that Yeah, because... Tell morning me. sickness. So research has found that women who develop more severe morning sickness are more likely to be carrying a girl than a boy. A 2004 study found that women who were hospitalized were 50% more likely to be pregnant with a girl. And if a woman was hospitalized for three days or longer, the odds of it being a girl were 80%, Hmm. which I've never been pregnant with a boy, but I can hands down say that morning sickness with a girl is a nightmare. So um, I can only attest to 50% of that, but I can tell you, I was, I had no morning sickness with either one of mine and I had two boys and I can tell you that I had terrible morning sickness with you, Kimberly, darling. And I did not with your brother who's 18 months older. Oh, interesting. Um, That, yeah, that is so interesting. So, so there's some, there's partial truth to that. The mother's intuition one, I'll just read it to you. So this one is interesting, obviously. One study found that women with more than 12 years of education could predict the sex of their unborn child with 71% accuracy. Oh my God. In contrast, less educated women were only able to correctly guess the sex of their baby 43% of the time. Oh. I don't know what the connection is. I don't know, first of all, who even came up with the idea for that study, but according to that study, (laughs) that one study- That was completed and peer-reviewed. Um, mother's intuition can play a role. Huh. I will say that I did think both times I was pregnant that I was having a girl. Although with Dorothea, I went back and forth because she was so much bigger and I was in so much more pain. I think my um, like my logical brain was like, this feels different. Therefore, it probably isn't a girl. But I definitely right. thought, uh-huh. thought she was a girl, um, as with Harper. So um so there you have okay so are you guys ready for the lightning round 
Oh, sure. Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, what what are we going to say? No? (laughs) Yes, the lightning round. Let's go. Okay, great. Remind us how this works. It's it's just, I'm going to set a timer for five seconds when I get to the, I'll read you the, the information, I'll ask the question, and then I will set a timer for five seconds, and then I will say go. And you will just guess. So... Nadia Suleiman, better known as Octomom, became world famous when she gave birth to eight babies in January 2009, conceived via in vitro fertilization. When she was 33, the single American mother gave birth to the only known set of octuplets to live past their first week, sparking debate about the technology. The babies were born in record-breaking time via cesarean. How long did the delivery last? Ready? Three minutes. Three minutes actually no four, i think it four was minutes. i think it was a num- i think it was an hour eh. okay so the answer is five minutes <gasps> no was, yeah that was my first choice Darn it. Oh, you gotta just yell out just throw a, it out there i know i thought well I'll I give her a little bit okay that's fair yeah, enough five minutes eight babies pulled out of her stomach in five minutes yes. how crazy is that just ba-boom 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 wow. yeah. yeah they had <laughs> yeah. to yep yeah yeah, okay. they would have died. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? On, it's so crazy. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being, how many no. doctors did it take to do that, to pull eight babies out of her? Yes, seriously. I'm going to have to look yeah. into that after. Probably eight doctors. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, say her name, and I think wackadoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Why? why? It's like, why? why? Right. Anyway. Anyway. Be famous. Anyway. Sure. You're 15 seconds, 15, (laughs) truly 15 seconds of fame. Um, Okay. Next. The most children born to any woman in recorded history was a peasant from Shoya, Russia, identified only as the wife of Feodor. She lived during the 18th century and had 27 pregnancies, including 16 (laughs) pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. How Mm. many babies did she give birth to in her life? Ready? Fifty-eight. That's it. Okay, Deb's the only one who guessed. Uh, yeah, really close. Sixty-nine. Wow. Um, well, if she had sixteen sets of twins, that's thirty-two right there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then all the rest of them. So, but we don't know I how just, many I of them lived. That's right. terrible. Correct. And okay. I, that's yeah. That's like puppy mill. Right. That's. <laughs> yeah. I can't even ima- I can't imagine a woman's body going through that. No, honestly. I don't know how she lived yeah. through that. No, yeah. that's what I mean. I don't Especially know. Especially in the 18th century. Yes, yeah, seriously. Right. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah. 69 babies. Wow. Mm. And they all lived? Uh I doubt it. It does not say. Right. It just says that oh, okay. she gave mm-hmm. birth to 69 mm-hmm. babies in her life. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, last for the lightning round. The oldest woman to give birth was an Indian woman named Omkari Panwar, who gave birth to twins in June of 2008. She conceived the boy-girl duo in, by in vitro fertilization and gave birth via C-section. Panwar already had two children and five grandchildren with her 75-year-old husband. How old was she when she gave birth to her twins? Ready? 65. 69. 70. Okay. Wow. In three seconds. Uh, Deb was closest. She was 72. Wow. I kind of almost remember it. I remember reading about that myself. Yeah, Yeah. I do. I don't remember that. 
Yeah. Because right. I couldn't, be- I, I almost couldn't believe Why? that. Like how, how really could that have happened? Why? Why? That is the magic of what we have the ability to do with medicine mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. Uh, and and the magic of the, the, the female body. I mean, think about that. That's true yeah. enough. You know, yeah. Stuff it with more hormones. That guess it can. However, it works. Regenerate itself. So, yeah, magic. I guess. Yep, that's Guys right. That's exactly right. That. Women are magical. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That. <laughs> Deb, I can hear your. I can hear your Bloody Mary. I can hear the ice in your glass, and every I time I hear it, I just want to drink a I'm Bloody sorry. Mary. <laughs> no, it's I'm okay. <laughs> it's totally fine. It's just like it's that sense memory thing where I hear it, and then I'm like, ooh, Bloody Mary, and yeah, then I reach and I for my glass, stirred. but my glass is I a just, smoothie. So just, that would be Pavlov. Yeah, sorry. Pa- <laughs> Pavlov's dogs. It's exactly. a really true thing. <laughs> okay. Lightning round over. On to the next. Okay. The next oh. one. Next question. High five, girls. High five, yeah. girls. Are, Way to go, really, Deb. You've got three say. left. Right? Go, girl. <laughs> so number Lucky. five is formula. As early as 1846, scientists and nutritionists noted an increase in medical problems and infant mortality was associated with dry nursing. In an attempt to improve the quality of manufactured baby foods, in 1867, Justus von Liebig developed the world's first commercial infant formula, Liebig's Soluble Food for Babies. (laughs) In the U.S., mid-20th century doctors and hospitals gave out standard forms with instructions for moms to make their own formulas. It is estimated that as many as half of the babies in the U.S. were fed these types of mixtures. Hmm. What did they consist of? Evaporated milk, water, and oatmeal. Oh, interesting. Evaporated milk, it's got to be. Evaporated milk, water, and Cairo syrup. Yep, nailed it. I was raised on that. That was going to be my next question is, are any of you familiar? Do any of you have an intimate knowledge? (laughs) I was raised on that. I remember watching mama make it and put it in my glass bottle. It was nasty. Well, it was, it was delightful as a child because it was comfort. Of course. But it, you know, now. And it was sweet. And it was. Yeah. I never heard of that. Oh, now that I'm older and I know better. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Can you imagine feeding evaporated milk to a baby or corn syrup? (laughs) Just put it in the bottle. Because they say no that to corn syrup at this time, don't they? Yeah. To infants. So way back then it was. Well, all the allergy things. It wasn't high fructose. Right. And it was. Yes, correct. Right. True. So it was, was Cairo dark mm-hmm. corn syrup. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was yeah. 50% um, carnation evaporated milk, 50% hot water, and then a big slop tablespoon of the, of the Cairo dark Oof. corn syrup. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Right? Nothing oh, about that sounds good. It. That makes my mouth feel funny. I know. My <laughs> but back then, baby, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, 50% of babies were being fed that between And you're yep. still here to talk about it. So that's exactly between right. That's between what year? Between 194 between the 40s and the 60s, basically the span right. of the two and a half decades. That was the most common thing. Hospitals would send you home with it. They would send you right. home with a little so recipe. So when did Similac come around? Well, I guess that's something I'm going to have to look into because I don't have the answer for that. Right. <laughs> that's interesting. So that had to been cuz I remember that with my little brothers and sisters. And Similac. they were born when? 
Um, well, let's see. <clears throat> I was 54, so Pete was 56, and Mark's four years younger, so he was 60, and Patrice was 64. Well, according to the Similac website, they have been providing formulas for over 90 years. Oh, <gasps> interesting. Wow. So it must have just been the not not the norm yet. Or regional or something. Or I was going to say, I don't think that was you East Coast. Afford it. Maybe sure, you that's true, it. because the homemade, uh, the homemade version is obviously right. much more cost effective. I'm going to say right. that was probably more it. That makes yeah. sense. We were very poor. So that so were we, sense. though. And I never remember my mom making, I never even, well, I never even heard of that. And I was born in 60. Wow. So, oh, and I had two brothers that were born in 58 and 56. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so that sisters. was the tail end of it. So it may have, it may have, yeah. its popularity may have phased, phased out by that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it could be. So, interesting. It, it is interesting. Interesting. All right. <laughs> On to the next baby wear. I'm going to have to ask my mom now. Yeah, I'm curious to know because she was a nurse, right? Yeah. 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 I would love to know what she remembers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Baby wear. So baby wearing. Very, very back in trend these days. Um, We've always kept our babies close, originally taking them along to forage for food, assess the land, etc. Back in the early human days. Um. Humans at least half a million years ago and probably earlier began making carriers constructed from animal skins, plants, and leather cords to strap babies to their chests or uh, rather chests of their caregivers, making such carrying devices among the first tools humans developed. Carriers in Western societies fell out of style beginning in Victorian era Europe when baby carriages became fashionable and attitudes toward child rearing shifted as parents began to worry about spoiling their children. What decade did baby wearing make a comeback in the U.S.? The 70s. 70s. Oh, yeah, Gina. I'm with you, 70s. <laughs> that, I, I mean, think that's, that's right. 70s. My parents, didn't, my parents didn't carry their babies in sacks. No, neither did mine. No, the pram. That You guys were the generation of the pram. <gasps> like the, 80s? Huh? No, when, when, they, when you guys were babies. Yes. Oh, what was a pram? I don't the know. The pram is like the a little stroller. carriage, like the lay down carriage with the, right. um, with the, the big bonnet on the top. Right. Yeah. The hood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, 70s bonus points if anyone knows what the carrier was called. <laughs> the kangaroo. Pouch. I don't know. What was that called? Mom's right. Pouch. The sack. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> it was called the Snuggly. Oh, oh yes, it was. Right. Yes, it was. Yes, it <laughs> yes. was. Thank you. Yes, it was. Okay. Oh. Final question <laughs> is a two-parter. <clears throat> and we have a drum is- roll, sweetie. Do we have a drum roll that you can do for us? Would you like to be my drum roll, Mom? Uh, Who's that? There's somebody Who's got Deb, Deb's, Deb's drum Deb's rolling. Drum rolling. Way to go. That's because Deb. Deb properly That's the Bloody Mary. The Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> she has more energy than all of us right now. <laughs> well, I can't drum roll because I'm in a soundproof booth. So, like, that the only thing true. I can drum roll on is the computer screen, which I think my husband might get a little upset about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, cribs, two parts. Uh, Part okay. number one. One of the more bizarre baby gear patents was for a product called the window crib. 
The first, though not the only patent, appeared in 1919, not too long after an American pediatrician, Luther Emmett Holt, insisted that fresh air is required to renew and purify the blood and that those who sleep out of doors are stronger children. So, what were city-dwelling parents <laughs> to do? Wow. But put a oh. baby in a cage suspended out the window, much like an oh air conditioning my. unit. Wow. Like an air conditioning unit or a, a the pie cooling windows of That's like correct. Can- mm-hmm. Wow, I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this well-known political figure and activist was threatened to be reported by her neighbor for child cruelty. However, she thought she was just being, quote, the most modern mother. Who was it? Eleanor Jane Roosevelt. Fonda. <laughs> what year? 1919. Oh, 1919. Oh. <laughs> Jane Fonda. Maybe she time traveled. She'd be pissed. She, I don't think she has any children either, does she? <laughs> She'd be pissed to hear she was at all. That's true. Well, she would still not... She would stick up for it looks anyway. Looks good though, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or 80, I think she's I didn't 80. get the year, I apologize. So <laughs> that's all right. Oh, so who see. would it be? It has to be. I'm still gonna oh. say Eleanor How Roosevelt, about Ab- but I don't Abraham know. Abraham Lincoln's. Mary no, Todd. that Mary was Todd. They were, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was too, too early. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um... <laughs> Is it someone we know? <laughs> as in like someone who comes over for dinner or like yes (laughs) no yes she's a well-known political figure and activist um so in in the 1920s you know only a handful of well-known political figures that were female don't know i i you got me yeah mom you got it it's eleanor roosevelt did I? Oh, oh way to go, Carol. Go, girl. Awesome. That's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Woo. Her neighbor wanted to report her for child cruelty for dangling her baby out the window in a in a dangling wire like Michael Jackson fence bed. Dangling blanket. <laughs> <That's pretty. laughs> There's actually a picture of it. I'll send it to you guys after this. The picture of it is yeah. um, it looks terrifying. It's like this, I would this like wire cage in a window in a high-rise apartment building in New York, and the baby's just like hanging out on their belly on the <gasps> out, like hanging out the window. It's amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was totally a guess, but she was so she was political and she was an activist and she was alive then. Very good. Yep. Yay. Yep. That was good. Good job. Well done. Okay, on the opposite end of the spectrum, from the window crib, are those that totally regulate or monitor the baby's environment. Psychologist B.F. Skinner invented the air crib in 1944, a completely enclosed crib with three solid walls, a ceiling, and a safety glass front that allowed both temperature and humidity to be controlled for the baby. Skinner invented the air crib due to his concern that being bundled up meant a child's self-directed movement would be inhibited. It was advertised as the modern way to protect your baby from germs, drafts, and constricting clothing. In 2016, this smart thermostat company owned by Alphabet filed a patent for a smart crib. The crib would report on the baby's temperature, the temperature of the room, if the baby is awake or sleeping, and even proposes an algorithm that would learn why the baby is crying, whether hungry, tired, or needing a diaper oh, wow. change. No. Hmm. This or maybe has a little not yet been contact? released. Oh, What's that? Wow. Or maybe a little human contact. <laughs> right. I don't know. But it has not, it is still in, <laughs> in development. It has not yet been released. What is the name of the company? 
I'll go back because, yeah, I'll go back. So it is a, it, in 2016, this smart thermostat company owned by Alphabet filed a patent for a smart crib. Sylvania. How? Thermal King. It is Nest, which is, so uh, Alphabet is, oh, actually, oh, let's make that a bonus question. So Nest is, have you guys seen the Nest? They have security cameras. They have thermostat controls. They're just like a no. little round camera slash dial that you mount on your wall. Nope. Um, so they're, they're owned by Alphabet. Alphabet is a parent company, is the parent company to what tech giant? Google. Nailed it. No way. Wow. Wow. Well, I knew it wasn't Microsoft. That scumbag is, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. His own maker. Interesting. Wow. Wow, Deb. Good job. That was a real total guess. But that's, that's the Bloody Mary. <laughs> that, that's that's right. <laughs> the Bloody Mary is your best wingman. <laughs> yeah, yes, you, heard, you heard me. You heard me. We have a handicap here. <laughs> <laughs> well, she told us. Get on That's, it. Exactly. <laughs> I did. I did. So I think everyone won that. I think that was a group effort. I think that was a solid group effort. And I think you all won. I think there is no one winner. There are three winners. Yay. <laughs> so congratulations to you guys. Well, that was very, it was very interesting. There were a lot of things that. I learned. Yeah, we there. all learned stuff. We yeah. did, didn't we? Yeah, I want. I was. I was trying to figure out how to make it. You know, I was at first. I was thinking like, okay, specific baby stuff for the '80s, like when you were parenting. And then I was like, okay, well, Deb wasn't parenting in the '80s, so it needs to be right. something inclusive. And then I was like, you know what? We're just gonna screw, just completely scratch that idea and find just strange, outrageous baby things and go from there. So well, I have except to, that I, I was to... sort of, I was sort of parenting in those days too, because I was in California with with oh, little Pete and right. little Steve and there little. You go. So, you know, right. I had lots of nieces and nephews to mind often. But I do, I want to interject one other thing into predicting the baby's sex. Now, over here, we, you didn't do the, um, the needle trick that we do. So that is, should be inter, inter, included in What's that. What's the needle trick? The yeah, needle trick is either. you get a sewing needle and you thread it and you lay it flat on the, the your, the woman's wrist and you very slowly lift it up by the thread and you let it dangle. If it goes in a circle, it will be a girl. If it goes in a straight line, it's a boy. Now, the interesting thing with this trick is it will go, it will stop. And if you're going to have more than one child, it will go into the direction of what it is. And I definitely, no. well, the first one I, when it does for me, it goes in a circle and I did have a miscarriage. So we always oh. say that I was, that was a little girl. And then it goes in two straight lines and I had two boys. So that is our family's biggest huh. uh, trick indication. So yeah. And honestly, it, it has worked. So Gina, it was over your wrist, not over your tummy? No, your wrist. You just do it <gasps> so on I your guess wrist. there are different, there are different iterations of it. Cause that was listed in the, um, in the list, but as the ring test and not the needle test, but it's the same idea. You attach a ring, or in this case, it's supposed to be your wedding ring to right. a string. And then you mm. do the same thing. You put it down. Oh, okay. I think it's, 
the way I always heard it was over the palm of the hand and you lay it down flat on the palm of the hand, yeah. you pick it up slowly. And then if it goes in a straight line or if it goes in a circle or whatever. So there you go. Okay. But so that worked, that one worked for you. It did. And it does. I actually, our whole family does it all the time. Really? <laughs> so, yes. And it works. So, That's fascinating. It is. It has actually been very accurate. Huh. So I don't wow. know. Yeah, I haven't I heard of that one before, but cool. That's yeah. easy. I love it. It is easy. Non-invasive. Yes, not as dangerous as as peeing over a cup of Drano. (laughs) Leave me alone. Listen, mom, you are not you are not nearly the only one that did it. It was one of the most popular tests. Oh, yes, it's fascinating. I want to say everybody did it. Yeah, Yeah, it was very trendy. Yeah, Hmm. we all did. Which is funny. Like, who came up with that idea? And also, I don't know. <laughs> but wouldn't that really go with the alkaline and, and acidity, acidic, um, acidic nature of the urine? So I, I, I can almost see how, like, yeah. like with a chemical type thing, how that would be. But um, I'm just curious to know what chemical, yes, because obviously there's lots of chemical reactions that can happen with urine, especially with sure. pH or with um, <laughs> just the level of ammonia, depending on how hydrated you are or whatever. But um, I'm just curious to know who was sitting there going, hmm, if, um, if you're pregnant with a boy and it creates this kind of chemical reaction in your urine versus a girl, Drano will be the indicator. Drano will be the thing that tells us. <laughs> <laughs> who came up with that right interesting. I, will, I know this much it was a man <laughs> I'm, you're probably not wrong you're probably absolutely right about that yeah right yeah that's funny <laughs> interesting right as, oh, as most things in ironically as most things in the um you know, uh, prenatal and postnatal care and baby and birthing and child rearing right. industry are. They originate with, with male doctors. Yeah. Until yeah. recently, the last, especially right. in the last decade or two, things have started to change. Right. But, um, yeah. Men have had a very heavy the world. hand. I know. <laughs> very interesting. Through the millennia, darling. Through the Those millennia. who do not have babies have had a very heavy hand in the way that we care for right. ourselves and babies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. crazy oh right. that's political oh, no, no 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 oh. we're not talking about politics we're not doing that nope no 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 especially with alcohol not no, extra not true. <laughs> yes. i need another glass of wine that one went <laughs> i need a bottle you do you know what since you all won why don't i send you all a bottle of wine that's your that's your um oh trophy for Lord. You no, are thanks. I'm good. no thanks no you don't want to you don't want to add on top of your bloody mary deb mm. <laughs> no but i'm not a wine girl member i know okay well i'll send you something else then yeah Vodka. Everyone, have a just booze. Everyone gets booze. That's there your, you go. That's your some booze. Yeah, that's what mothers need, no matter what the age. <laughs> True. And sleep. I don't know in that, that order. Too. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. Yeah, I yes, would ma'am. rather have sleep right now than alcohol. I bet. I bet. <laughs> We're actually going to decorate our house today. Are you really? Mm. Papa Mike picked up a tree yesterday. Yeah, I know. We're way behind. <clears throat> I mean, I 
feel like getting any deck reading done this year is everyone deserves gold yeah. stars for that. It is the year of way behind. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, that's fun. So you'll just be nice and um, nice and buzzed for your <laughs> house decorating. Or I'll take a nap. <laughs> There yeah, you go. I just let and him do it. Yeah. When you wake up, what have we done? <laughs> yeah, because Papa else. Michael do it by himself. No, heavens no. No, no he's not allowed to touch Grandma Dub's decorations. Oh, all righty then. <laughs> well, he can, but he usually chooses not to. Right, because you know where everything belongs. You know everything's yeah. place. You know. Well, this is a new house right. now, though. So other That's than the tree, new traditions. Other than the tree, I'm. I'm going to do the Not angel tree one more year. I'm not sure it'll go after that. Oh, yeah. really? Let's see. The angel tree has been a staple. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's a I little, look forward it's to a seeing little tree. how it Pictures. goes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, time we, change. It's hard. It's yeah. true. We got a tree, but that's about all we have. We have a tree. We did get stockings, but you know, so much of what we had prior to living in Indonesia was in the storage unit. So yeah, that's right. so sad. including mom, that stocking that you made. I'm, yeah, I'm, sad. oh, seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oh, I, I had one. I had one like that too. And mom's got it at one point in my life. Oh. One of those wool felt ones. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I just literally ate it completely. Except for the sequins. Oh, yeah, oh well, bad. how nice of them to spare you the sequins. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not edible. <laughs> some, parts, some parts are not edible. I mean, sometimes I feel like moths can find a way, but I'm pretty sure the rats did not leave me the sequins online. I'm no, sure I'm sure not. They, they took it upon themselves to not leave any crumbs. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And your baby book is probably gone too, isn't oh, it? Oh, everything. Yeah. Oh, how sad is all that? You could probably recreate some of that. Mm, Don't think so. You know, I had a fire here in Idaho that that burned. So all of my photographs burned. Mm. That was back four years ago. Um, So I don't think I can recreate. Isn't that interesting? So all of our, all of our everything from child, from my childhood has been. Well, Kimberly, I got, I have a lot of pictures. Evaporated. Yeah, relinquished back to the universe. Um, wow. That's true. You do have a lot of pictures. I'll have to. Age, I'll have to spend some time going through them. Age twelve on, you've got a good legacy. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, that's sort of when you become an adult-ish mm-hmm. in the traditional tribal ways. And so, okay, I think there's a f- probably a fair amount of baby photos from between Dad's collection and Gigi's collection, and Aww. there's got to be some stuff. Yeah, there's quite a bit. I'm actually. sure. There's no, quite a bit. Yeah, that. because we got, and we got puds too. So we have puds. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, so there's yeah. some duplicates too. A lot of duplicates. Okay. Okay, well, great. If you well, have good. duplicates, Deb, darling, if you have duplicates, send them to me. Oh, you Mine need puns too. Let's Could do this. All one of these days, you know, in 2027 or whenever we're allowed to see people again, <laughs> um, I'll come down and we'll go, we'll go through all the photos and I'll make a me pile and I'll make a mom pile and we'll that just would be great. repopulate. Yep. Very yeah, nice. because um, yep. I've sorted now. I have done figured that all out because the you know there were boxes from Pud, and there was boxes from Gigi, and then there were boxes that came even later because Chuck and Jana was doing all that sorting and oh yeah, Kathy, mm-hmm. they were kind of coming from everywhere and they were all kind of stuck in little places. So I have now merged them all. Oh, great. oh 
what a job. Woo, thank you. I know. (laughs) It's not all put away, but it's all sorted. So yeah. Good for you. Good for you. What about you, Gina? Is your, are your Christmas decorations up? They are up. They're very uh, different this year. Very um, toned down. I used to really go all out uh, for Christmas, but I have found now that simplicity is best. Because then and you got to put it away too. Yes. And Tom Pat uh-huh. does not like to decorate. Uh-huh. So uh, it is me. Uh, I still have my manger scene out in my backyard and my trees decorated. So it really looks very rustic. And I like looking out my back window to see it. Doesn't matter who else does. But a lot of the people driving by will look back through the driveway and you'll see them slow down because they see something. Yeah, and then right. they see the major scene. So that's nice. And, uh, but very minimal, but very nice. Uh, but can, it was a very busy year. Can you see the manger scene right now or is it covered in snow? Uh, you cannot see the baby Jesus and you see half of Mary and Joseph. But you okay. definitely see the lights above and we have a star hanging. So you Aww. see those. <laughs> oh, that, that so sounds this, pretty though. This year of the Thank pandemic, you. the fear of the pandemic is the year that teaches us that less is more. And yes, that's really true. It is true. Really? You know it what? Christmas true. will still Beautiful. come and we will still celebrate no matter if right. I had 50,000 decorations up or five. Mm-hmm. True. And the love is always there. Sure. Yeah, that's right. So it, it does. It is true. Yeah. And the traditions, so, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And traditions. Yep. yep. And memories, right? Which they are kind of shot this year too, actually. Yeah. yeah well. well, they are. Yeah. Memories. It's just a pause. It's a pause for the traditions, right? Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. resume. And just think how wonderful it will be once we can get back because of what we missed and all this love and and excitement and yes, Mm -hmm. right. I think it will be wonderful and new traditions. That's right. New things. Yeah. So it's, it's almost exciting. All the new babies and stuff. It's so fun. For sure. Sure. Well, here's to new traditions then. Here's to 2021. Cheers. Okay. Raise, your, raise your raise your bloody, bloody mary ice glass <laughs> oh no it's still on I've only had, <laughs> oh, i still only have half left still oh of course you do you're such a nurser mm-hmm. i would not if i had a bloody mary that would have been gone in the first <laughs> 10 minutes God. <laughs> she didn't want to have to get, to get up and get another one for me <laughs> that's right <laughs> so we'll all i'll raise my smoothie glass we'll all cheers to 2021 mm-hmm. wonderful and um I personally will look forward to the time that we can see each of you in yes. person in real life again. How yes, wonderful that would be. Yeah. Can you believe the last time we were all together was, or the, the last time we saw any of you was the wedding. I guess Deb, we've yes. seen you guys, we've mm-hmm. socially distanced, been in the same vicinity as you guys, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Nick and I were just talking about that. This is the longest <sighs> that he's not been home to Pennsylvania. Yes. Long time. Yeah. Long time. I almost, Although with, I just want to hug. Really I really do just miss I know, the right? hug. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll we get are there. looking forward to being able to see all of you and like yes. actually see you, you know, like actually visit, yes. you know, sit on the same couch together. Right? <laughs> right? Put my hands on that new baby of yours oh, and mm. hug the not so baby anymore. You're, yeah, no. she's going to be a not so baby pretty quick here. You're she a teenager. She's already there. <laughs> see? I hate it. I know, Harper. I know. <laughs> no, big girl. 
mm-hmm. she's such a young lady mm-hmm. oh my yes. goodness and she yes. just like the way that her brain works now you know she's oh. I mean it's amazing watching her become her own person but just the way that sure. she observes the things around her and processes information and she's mm-hmm. just like this person oh <laughs> Like Aww. becoming adult person who, yeah. who you, you know, can have a conversation like, with. Yeah, and she's not just like this little sheltered thing that I can, yes. you know, keep, keep yes. protected. Sheltered. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She sort of never was that, Kimberly, darling. She always was an old, old soul. I know, but it's really mm-hmm. bad. For now. sure. For sure. Do you remember the time? Well, the tweens are never fun. Well, that's not, that's not even what I mean. I just mean that, like, she has an awareness of the world around her that. She's making me realize how old she is. She always, I mean, come on. She was the one that said to me when I was getting ready for church one day and putting makeup on. And she said, why are you doing that? I said, well, I have to make myself look pretty to go outside. She goes, I think you look pretty just plain. It was the most simple, beautiful thing a little person could ever say to someone. Because she sees the real person. Right. She's always Beyond been that way. Yes, she has. Well, she doesn't see the, like, there's so much, um, I guess presentation is the best way to say it. Like makeup is a presentation, right? But also when mm-hmm. we were, when we first moved back to New York, we were getting, she was three years old and we were getting smoothies at this little bodega in our neighborhood. And it was Valentine's day. And the guy in front of us wanted to pay for our smoothies. And I was like, well, it's very nice. Thank you. And she was like what are you thanking him for and I was like well he offered to pay for our smoothies and she was like why and I was like because it's Valentine's Day and he was like yeah so you know Valentine's Day I just want to share a little extra love and she didn't even miss a beat and she just looked right at him and she was like well shouldn't people do that every day oh, <laughs> right. oh yeah I was like she's not wrong she's not wrong she's not wrong been she's always been that child she just sees right past the presentation it goes straight right. practical yeah <laughs> like why would you celebrate love one day a year that's weird right Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? i remember that story yeah Yeah. interesting yep of the mouths of babes indeed for sure all right ladies my three mothers have a lovely sunday thank you so much for being a part of my podcast well, thank, thank you, Kimberly, you for bringing us all together and letting us share this. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, it was and fun. All yeah, it was fun. Now. Yeah. I wish I was seeing your faces, though. Would have been like, yeah, I agree. Next okay, time, next we'll time do we'll we'll do a round two, okay. and next time we'll do it with video. Maybe that will be a nice. little more um a little more interactive. Well, this okay. worked better than I thought it would. I was yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I was Good. I was not sure what to expect. But, I told um, you to trust me. Come on. Yeah, did. I did. I honestly did trust you, I wasn't you, a bit worried. <laughs> I wasn't a bit worried. Wasn't I just it was using my wrong device. Right? Yeah. So just yeah. know, Kimberly Rose McFerrin, you are so loved by three moms. Yeah. For so sure. Loved. So loved. I think she knows. Yeah. Yay. I'm doing, um, what's the sign language for applause? You know, where you just hold your Oh, hands where you shake your hand? I'm doing that. Above your head. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing that, but you can't see me because um, like, my camera's so not on. You were there you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to clap next to the microphone. Of course oh, not. Right. Nick would really have a fit, wouldn't he? <laughs> he would just be like, why are you trying to, um, why are you trying to blow out the sound? Mm-hmm. Oh, so is he listening to this whole thing right now? No, but he'll edit it. So he'll go back oh. afterwards. He'll go back and edit well, it. Well, then I must Excellent. say, I love you, my Nicholas Leo Lespina head. <laughs> and I love you, my Kimberly Rose McFerrin head. <laughs> McFerrin Lespina. 